What is up, Crusaders of Crypt Nation? It's your boys, Bryce. And this is Pizza Mind. Welcome to Crypto 101. All right, if you want to build generational wealth for your family, you're in the right place. And if you want to learn the difference between a good project and a scam, you are certainly in the right place. And if you're looking to get up to speed on all the most relevant crypto news, well then, you're in the right place. Today's guest is Dave Balter, founder and CEO of Flipside Crypto. Flipside Crypto is a leading data provider and analysis firm. Their revolutionary fundamental crypto asset scoring algorithm is used to provide a unique type of rating system that can be found most notably at CoinMarketCap and Masari. They have a whole new way of determining which projects are good to invest in and which might still need to prove themselves before you put your money into it. Alrighty, without further ado, Dave, welcome to the show, my man. Hey, thanks for having me. What we want to do today is get to know a little bit more about you and also what Flipside Crypto is contributing to the space. So let's start with you. Uh, how did you get into crypto and what were you doing before? Yeah, so uh, so the crypto journey is a funny one. Um, we actually, uh, in the world of pivots, we were running a death company, uh, a company helping people uh, memorialize the deceased when we got bitten by the crypto bug. Uh, and, uh, and actually pivoted into crypto. Yeah. So I don't know if you're going to hear that anywhere else. Uh, I, I can honestly say I've never even met anybody that worked for a death company. For, for us, um, we were running that company and, uh, my co-founder and I began tinkering with trading crypto. Um, our, our, now our third co-founder had built a swing trading algorithm for hedge funds before, um, we um, we'd all worked together previously and before that he had done that. And so we, we actually just borrowed his algorithm in order to begin trading. Um, that led us to develop more algorithms to measure the true health of crypto organizations. Um, it led us to build a, actually an investing fund of about $10 million principal. And, um, and then we, we sort of looked at each other and said, you know, we've got this death business and we've got this crypto business. Where's, where's the fun? Um, and it was, it was pretty easy. So we, uh, we switched gears and, and, uh, shut the other business down and started on this one. Um, so that's what, that's what kicked us off. Um, my history, I'm a, I'm a, now a seven time CEO, um, probably the most relevant before this. Um, I ran one company called buzz agent that, um, sold to a, a company called Dunhumby, which was a retail analytics business, um, where I served on their global exec for four years. And then. And then um, after that, ran a business in um, called Smarter that was a machine learning skills assessments business. So it also utilized data to help people um, learn about their skills in that case. So data for us is is tried and true, and um, no surprise we we sort of stumbled our way into this. Awesome! It makes a lot of sense, and it fills a really really big need in the space. Um, that big need being you know authentic data, you know high resiliency data sets. Um, you know, really nicely put together APIs. So, so really, why don't we tell the audience uh, what is Flipside Crypto? Yeah, so um, Flipside Crypto is a, a business intelligence firm that helps crypto organizations grow to service the market. Um, it, it sort of is formatted in two ways. Um, one is we develop a um, and, and produce, distribute a rating system called FCAS, Fundamental Crypto Asset Score. Um, that is comprised of uh, three things. It's comprised of uh, financial stability as a metric. Um, it's comprised of a developer behavior metric that allows us to understand whether organizations are producing 
um, good product. Uh, and then lastly, it helped a metric that tracks user behavior. Um, that's designed by understanding every blockchain transaction for a specific project or platform um, and really segmenting out users versus speculators versus miners, et cetera. And so we can see user activity. Those three things form FCAS. FCAS is distributed on CoinMarketCap and Masari and the street and StockTwits and MarketWatch and places like that. So that's one thing we do that helps both the projects, platforms, dApps, uh, and investors understand the health of a crypto organization. And then the second thing we do is for those projects that engage with us, we provide a deep suite of analytics and business intelligence that helps them understand their user behavior, the development community behavior, et cetera, so they can learn how to how to grow their organizations. Wow. So you guys are like the backbone of crypto data. Would that be fair to say? Um, you know, that would be, <laughs> or is that overzealous? <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we'd feel great about that. Yeah. Um, we would, we would say we're, we are, we're the fundamentals that organizations are required to grow. I mean, the way, just so you know how we think about the, the world here, like, you know, in the crypto space, um, you know, people have built a lot of amazing technology, you know, some are foundations, you know, some are, some are, you know, protocols, there's, you know, there's, you know, all these, all these different ways of sort of organizing the technology. Um, but at the heart of it, no matter what you are, you are going to have to have some form of a customer and some form of quote unquote revenue that drives your business. And, and I know the term business is sort of painful, I think, in, to some in this space, but like, it's the truth. It doesn't matter what you are, you're going to have to figure out your customers. And so we are the, we're the tool that enables you to understand your customer um, which, yeah, I suppose that's a backbone. I suppose that's the foundation that, that helps people grow. So, so I'll, I'll, take so it, it, I'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's awesome. And so I guess the business model for Flipside Crypto is selling data to the coin market caps and the Masaris of the world, or how do, how do you guys actually, uh, what's, how do you guys capture uh, cash flow? Yeah. So no, we, we actually, um, the coin market caps and the Masaris are partners, so they distribute FCAS. Uh, to the market. Um, that's good for them because it is a fundamental rating system that is, is supportive and, and um, complementary to price or market cap. So, it, so it, you know, an investor or a project that goes on one of their sites, they get, oh, here's the price of a product. Let me, let me see its fundamentals. Let me understand the health. Um, so they're partners um, and we give all that away for free. Um, where, we, where we make our money is when a project or platform is interested in understanding their FCAS, we begin by providing them a free suite of analytics. So anyone can come sign up and get that, that no charge. You get to understand all of the health components um, of your organization. But then as they begin to have needs around understanding their users, we charge fees for providing that next level of analytics uh, and supporting um, information. That's awesome. I mean, there's really no service that is similar to a fundamental rating system. I mean, that I've come across but um, why don't you go ahead and like break down for our users what makes a fundamentally strong project? Um, you know, there, there's so many different variables that I imagine you guys factor into your your scoring system. But you know, so we could go into that. But also, just in general, like how can we differentiate from you know good projects and the the scams and the schemes and the sophistry? Yeah. So this is this is I think this is actually relatively simple. I hope for 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 most folks. So um, again, there are three components within FCAS. I'm going to remove one of them 
um, which is the financial stability, um, that is less than 5% of FCAS's rating. And it, it really is a measurement of just how are people speculating on this, on this project. So put that aside, because that that's something most projects can't inform. Um, fundamentals are really for us two things. Um, one is, can you deliver product? And the way we get to that is we ingest open source code repositories. Um, so GitHub, GitLab, Bitbucket for projects. Um, and within that, we track 30 different data points, um, you know, everything from commits to, you know, code quality checks to QA, um, bug fixes, um, et cetera. Um, the key there is what we're looking for is not, did you produce a lot of code? You know, did you commit a lot? But actually the intersection and the interactivity between all of the components. So a healthy product delivery would be an organization that is working on all pieces of its development ecosystem, uh, because that'll tell you that they're actually producing product effectively. Okay? So that's one. The second piece is, is that understanding of user activity, which is, again, we ingest the blockchain transaction data, and then we have models which deploy. So we can actually take an address and we can, it, you know, this is a, at hundreds of billions of transactions, but we can take one address and look at its behavior. Is it, is it something that is ex engaging in exchange in what looks like speculation activity? Or is that address something where two, two users may be transacting between each other, which would be more user behavior? What, we, what we're doing there is we're going to look at all of it for a specific project, and then we segment out that user behavior and understand are those users uh, buying more often? Are they are they um, retaining? Are they growing? Are they doing all the things you'd want your users to do? And so when someone looks at fundamental health, what we're really talking about is, can this organization produce product? And can this organization gain customers? And do those customers do things that would indicate a valuable business? Okay. And if you, if you go back to core businesses, if you're going to buy an equity, if you're going to listen to Apple talk about its earnings, they're going to talk about their customers and their product. And so those are the two things people should be looking at if they're thinking fundamental health. And that's such a breath of fresh air that it's almost foreign and scary entering this space. Before you guys came around, that's why 90 to 90% of ICOs died within their first two years, because after their initial raise, they had no idea what to do. They had no idea who was using their products, if they even had one. And uh, I've taken a look at your advanced analytics suite, and the information there is absolutely worth the money to any business that's serious and not a scam, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, the only negative feedback I've ever heard about your FCAS system is from Bitcoin maximalists that are losing their mind with rage when they see Bitcoin is not ranked the number one project. Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, we hear, we hear that a lot. Um, I think Bitcoin today is number five. Um, you can, you can see all the rankings on our site if you want to go there, but um, look, let's, let's talk about Bitcoin. You know, why is Bitcoin not number one? Um, I would say um, the, the key factor there is really user activity. Um, there's an argument to be made about, um, you know, is it a store of value or actually a, a, you know, something intended to be used? But the truth is um, most of the interactivity on Bitcoin happens to be around exchanges. And are they growing customers? Are people using it for payments? Probably not as much as when you get to some of the other other organizations. I'm, I'm a, you know, I think I think Ethereum right now is above Bitcoin. And the truth is there's more users engaging in Ethereum's ecosystem for its intended purpose 
then our bodies come in different shapes and sizes so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too that's the beauty of noom they build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions medical issues and other personal needs so your plan works for you Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Bitcoin being a, a payment system. And I, I'm a, I love Bitcoin, whether I'm a maximalist or not, I don't know. But like, you know, it's that's the truth. That's why it's number five. I will also just footnote before I get attacked by the maximalist, number five out of every cryptocurrency out there is pretty damn good. And it is just it's a it's a it's a it's a metric of minuscule proportions between the top ones. So don't don't hate me. It's just it's just the truth of, of what the data says. And the truth can hurt sometimes, but it's also really good in a way, because if you think about it, Bitcoin was such an innovative thing when it came out. It's still innovative now. But if it remains the number one used, most used innovation, according to the data forever, that means innovation has stopped. It's a good thing for crypto and a good thing for the world that people have figured out how to do more than just Bitcoin. I absolutely agree. And that, and that is, you know, this, this ecosystem has evolved into, I think the thing that's magical for me, it's evolved into um, real organizations producing real outcomes for customers. Uh, and because of that, um, you know, this is an industry, you know, if it was just Bitcoin alone, I don't think it's an industry. I think it's a thing. This is an industry. It's a, it's a, it's a, you're seeing more customer activity than ever before starting to happen on many of these projects that have, have come um, you know, out of testnet to mainnet, et cetera. So we're, we love seeing that. That's amazing. So where are you guys at in your project right now? And what's the grand vision when you finally can sit back and say, ah, this is what I thought was going to happen when I started Flipside Crypto. And how do we take this thing to a billion dollar baby? Because that's what I feel like it is. So I would, I would say this, um, look, the first thing to sort of think about, let's work backwards. The first thing to think about is anytime there is a technical shift. So whether it's cloud or uh, the internet or mobile, um, you see uh, applications and infrastructure get built to support those. So in the belief system that blockchain is changing the world, which I think we could probably all agree it has and is, um, there will be required a set of tools to help the organizations that build on the blockchain and are, are developing their own products uh, succeed, right? Uh, you know, there's, there was no need for Twilio until mobile showed up, um, for example, right? Or MongoDB until the cloud showed up, et cetera. So that, that's where we live. And you've got you to assume uh, any company building in blockchain is going to need business intelligence to grow. Uh, you, you know, Looker just sold for $2.3 or Tableau for $15 billion. Those are all organizations that intersected at the time of of uh, you know of, of technical shifts, so that there's my cool B, there's my there's my B right there. Um, you know the vision for the business is really I want I, I, you know we think about it like 
Um, we provide ratings to the market, which helps the market establish credibility. Um, on top of that, we sell business intelligence, um, which is helping people understand um, what's happening in their smart contracts and then how their users are behaving. And then ultimately, we really become business solutions. So people come to us and say, I want to grow my development community or I, I want to attract more users to certain payment systems. Um, within that, we now have information and tools that can help you do that based on what we know. So that's the, that's the vision. And, um, you know, we're learning every day. It's been, uh, it's been a good, a good, good step, couple steps getting to the right spot, but we're getting there. Looking at the FCAS scores page, you guys rank five, 600 projects yet only maybe 50, 60 max have a grade above a C. Why do you think there are so many projects that are just absolutely piss poor? And we also just heard uh, shit coins, the word shit coins in Congress for the first time uh, this yeah. morning. Um, well, all right. So, so a couple of things in Congress and shit coins. I love it. I can't wait till shit coins goes into like the Webster, you know, the, the one <laughs> year shit coins. We're going to, we all win. We all win when that happens. Um, so I would, I would say um, a couple of things. C, C, please do not take C or even F as a really crappy project. That is not the intent. F, by the way, stands for fragile. We understand F, no one wants an F, but that's, that's what it stands for. The truth is, um, you know, C, C, this is the truth about the space. If you, if you are looking at fundamentals and you ask yourself how many projects actually have their customers designed in a way where they're continuing to grow and buy and do all those things, um, it's rare, right? And so, what we didn't set out to say is like, let's build a perfect curve of an ecosystem. And like, you know, even if you don't have a lot of customers, you're better than the guys at the bottom. So you're going to be a B or an A. Okay. That's not how we look at it. We look at it like we're trying to measure the, the health. Okay. Most people don't have effective customer community, but the distinction is over the past two years that has been growing rapidly. So a lot of the C's used to be F's because they were in test net coming to mainnet and now they're in mainnet. Now they're learning their business, and those C's will evolve and think and be comp, you know, considerate of their customers. And the next thing you know, they'll have customers that are growing, and that'll become B's, and then those B's will become A's as they grow. So, like, don't think of it as shit coins. Think of it as these are projects that are learning how to become businesses, and uh, that's okay. This is an industry that's still early. Well said. I mean, shit coin. It's so derogatory. It's like a. It's so bad. I hate it. It's a, yeah, it's like a they're dude. I mean, I think look, look here. Let's just for a second. Let's think about this. We talk to crypto projects every day. Okay, so we're talking to everybody in the space. We onboard about a project every other day to our analytics suite right now because we want to help everybody. And we talk to a lot of the C's and a lot of the F's, uh, even a lot of people who aren't rated who want to be rated. And the thing is, they're smart and they're they're thoughtful and they're working their tails off. And, and they, you know, like I look at it like, yeah, there's a, every once in a while we get someone on the phone. And I'm like, all right, you guys are, you guys are like making it up and you're not going to be here for very long, but most are working really hard and they're smart. So shitcoin aside, like, like this is the evolution of an industry and we're watching it in its infancy and it's, it's pretty awesome. That is some valuable data right there. Just to know the people behind this stuff um, are really, really legitimate and showing a lot of promise. So that makes me feel good. 
I got a question, Dave. You know, out of the top five, let's call it out of the top five on Coin Market Cap. What's like two of your favorite projects that you think, uh, from a technological standpoint, from a fundamental standpoint, these are going to stand the test of time? <laughs> um, well, I'm going to start by by something that's probably going to get me kicked in the teeth, which is which is Tron. Um, I like many others was like ah Tron, you know Tron, you know they what do they do? Well, so I think we're coming to that. I think part of coming to that conclusion is, you know, people, there are people who like Tron all along and they're, frankly, I think they're pretty smart. Look, in the end, no one's going to care about how you got started. They're going to care about whether you deliver something that people need or want and whether there's usage. And truth is Tron, you know, people ask us, why, why, how could you, you guys must think you have Tron listed in the top 10. Look, Tron has real users. They're doing stuff. They're building a business. And while everyone's complaining about, how it got started or what it really does or whether it's worthless or whatever, they, they're more real than most companies. So I don't know what to tell you, but I, I, every day I look at them and I think they're amazing. And, and um, you know, we look at their user data and it's, it's damn man, those guys, I think they've done a great job. So, so here's to Tron. Sounds like you guys like him too. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I think they've got, I mean, a real business, they've got, you know, offices all over the place and, they, I mean, I, I think they're a pretty cool team. So I, on the other hand, have not figured out what Tron does yet for two years. So <laughs> once I figure it out, I might buy in. You might buy in. Yeah. So we like them. I would say the, you know, right now you're seeing in the top, you know, top projects, you've got uh, DAI is in there. Um, stable coins are, I think, you know, you, you're getting a lot of traction for obvious reasons. Um, we think highly of them. Um, you know, um, Ethereum's number one. I still, I still like Ethereum. EOS is number three right now. Um, EOS is another one. A lot of people like to, you know, they raised a lot and the founders are here and there's all this, but like, you know, there's people building stuff on that platform and, you know, they shouldn't be taken too lightly. So, so we're going to be wrapping up shortly. So the last question we want to ask is if this is the very first podcast, someone getting into the crypto space heard, what would you want them to know? Um, so, so I think the thing we see, um, the most is, um, people get really, uh, concerned about the number of projects. So like there's a, there's this moment where they get in there like, I heard about Bitcoin and like, what is that? Okay, I kind of figured that out and it's complex. But then, it, then the thing that worries the first pool of people is, but there's so many and like, how is it possible that this space is for real? Isn't everybody just like, like trying to grab on to, you know, what Bitcoin did? We, we, the thing to know is um, within this sort of, you know, let's call it 3000 assets listed on CoinMarketCap, um, there are hundreds of really, really sophisticated companies. And maybe think of it like the internet. When you first got on the internet, you know, you were like, yeah, there's a couple, like there's some game stuff and like maybe there's a forum and I don't even know what to do here. But pretty quickly out of that, some real companies exist, you know, or, or created Netflix and Amazon and all the, all the ones we, we live with today. So like, like the thing to know is do not get worried about all the, all the noise that's out there. Find the ones that you can think about like, oh, I would use that as a business and that seems real and, um, you know, and pay attention to their fundamentals and think about, you know, you know, the, the possibility that, that existing within this ecosystem are probably lots of businesses you'll be using in the next decade. So don't get overwhelmed. That's probably the big, big summary to that. That's phenomenal advice, Dave. Thank you so much. Um, if you guys want to check out a little bit more, Go to flipsidecrypto.com, check out their FCAS scores, 
and you can send all of your opinions around crypto Twitter, uh, but, but they don't matter because crypto analytics gives you facts. And that's what you want to base your investment decisions upon, not some dick shilling his coin on Twitter because uh, he's being paid to. <laughs> Good times. Dave, thanks so much for all your time. I look forward to seeing you uh, in the near future. And uh, thanks so much for everything that you've contributed to this space. It's absolutely unique. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of copycats chasing you down really soon. But uh, I'll remember that you were always here first. Great. I'm looking forward to those guys. Hope, uh, hope, they, hope they go slow. That's what I'd say. Um, well, thanks. Thanks to you both, Bryce, Aaron. This is, this is awesome. So thanks for, thanks for having me. True pleasure. Don't forget to uh, follow on Crypto101Pod on Twitter. Uh, we'll see you there. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.